What's good, humans? Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. We're going to have a deep one today, y'all. But if you can track with me, and you can, this can profoundly change your life, okay? And I'm speaking as a testimony. I'm not speaking ever, for the record, as somebody who has it all figured out. And I don't believe that you can trust somebody that claims that, but I am somebody that you can see as a spiritual running buddy, somebody that is on the journey with you and that is doing my best to impart wisdom, testimonies, breakthrough that will radically transform your life, how you feel in it, and how you live it and impact other people, okay? So today is going to be a good one, but I have to say, first and foremost, thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart to all of those who have been giving the podcast a five-star review and leaving your reviews. These encourage my heart so, so much. It's one of the ways that I know that you're here Honestly, it's one of the ways that I know, and it's also a way that this podcast can get into more hearts and more homes, and if you have been impacted by this podcast already, you know how important that is. So if you have done that, thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much, and make sure that you claim your free gift as well. Go to julianapage.com and click on the podcast page, and once you put your information in there, I will send you the God's Vibes Matter 30-day devotional, which is a devotional designed to help you increase your intimacy with God, okay? So make sure you do that. Anybody that is new, welcome, welcome. I hope you'll hang with us. You can leave a five-star review as well. You just go to Apple Podcasts. You'll find an area where you can rate it five stars and leave a review, and the same applies to you. Make sure that you claim your free gift, okay? And a couple of announcements for those that don't know, we have a free master class on Thursday. Okay, so it's going to be Thursday, the 18th at 7 p.m. Central Time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Okay, the other ones, I don't really know. <laughs> you might have to Google those, but it is going to be on becoming or being a change agent. Okay. And this is just something that we've got to learn how to do. This episode today is going to help you with that, but that is going to be a deep dive and it is free, 100% free. So all you got to do is get plugged into Courage Co., which is also free. (laughs) There's a theme around here. Courage Co. is a free community off social media. It is a bunch of acts of obedience, if I'm honest, but it is a community that is designed to help you live your most courageous and impactful story. So it is designed just to focus on your personal growth and your spiritual development. That's it. Okay. So there's prayer calls, there's small groups every week, And there's three different groups on Tuesday, on Wednesday, and on Friday that you can plug into. So these are called Courage Co. Small Groups. And we have one called Good For Your Soul Sisters, Biblical Breakthrough, Friday Fire. There's so many great, just, these are life groups, man. Like when you get in there, (laughs) there's so many great revelations, encounters, breakthroughs that happen. So get plugged in. Don't do life by yourself. I have been changed 
so many times when I've shown up to lead life groups or participate in them, I still do it to this day. It just is an important part of life. Do not do this journey by yourself. So there's so much goodness in Courage Co. It's www.courageco.org. You do have to put all the W's in when you're Googling it. www.courageco.org. We also do monthly masterclasses that are 60 minutes, and I also just throw in coaching just because I love it. And then also there's a three-day challenge. So that's actually going to be next week. So get in there so you don't miss out on these two special offerings this month. And you can get rooted in community as well. And there's so much more in there. We are currently doing a program called 30 Days of Faith Walking. And I promise you, this program is on another level. Already the breakthroughs that are happening are bananas. I'm just so, so proud of everyone that is in there. We've been meeting live on Mondays and they've been sharing how the content has been impacting them every day in there. And this is something that you can still get plugged into. So it's 50 bucks, okay? But it's 30 days. And I promise you, you will get way more than $50. Promise you that. And you get lifetime access to this. And all of the calls have been recorded. So you can just plug in and you can do this challenge over and over and over. Just do it 30 days at a time whenever you need it. So get plugged in there. We still have a couple more calls here. So you don't have to miss out. Get plugged in. We're almost halfway through. So just jump in. Jump in and don't hesitate. You will see it. www.courageco.org. I'll put a link in the show notes as well. So don't hesitate on that. And then I also want you to know, I've mentioned on the last episode, but in case you missed it, I don't want you to miss out. I am opening my calendar for five one-on-one coaching spots, okay? I have been somebody who has been radically transformed by the power of coaching. I believe in this vehicle with all of my heart. I am a testimony of what it can do in your life and how it can change so much, so, so much. And it's something that I will forever invest in, okay? And it's something that I give my all to. And if you have been looking for a coach, one that can help you, especially spiritually, but in all aspects of your life from God's perspective, that can incorporate prayer into the coaching, that can point you to the master coach that can guide you through the prophetic, that can help you hear and be led by God differently. It's it's like nothing else. You don't have to limp your way through life. You don't have to self-help your way. It is so, so powerful when you've got somebody coming alongside you that can really empower you with different tools because the battles that we are fighting, they are not physical. And you might have figured that out by now and you haven't known how to fight differently. Okay, so not only will we help you up-level in different areas of your life, specifically the areas that matter most, because a lot of what I do one-on-one is personalized and tailored to you. So we could talk about business one day, we can move into relationship another day, and the beautiful thing about coaching is when you work on one area, you affect all of them, okay? So if you've been looking to work with a coach, I have five spots open on my calendar, okay? Five. So these are open until they are not. So I would not hesitate. If you have been praying for God to send you a coach, right? If you've been praying for help, if you've been praying for an opportunity to invest in yourself, I could be an answer, okay? So just be on the lookout, right? God often sends us help and we can miss it. So if you are looking to work together, 
You can email my team. It's info, I-N-F-O, at julianapage.com, info at julianapage.com. Just put coaching inquiry. And what we'll do is we'll hop on the phone together and talk about what that looks like for you specifically and really, truly affirm and confirm if that is a match for you and then get you going into the good plans and purposes that he has for your life. Okay, so if you are interested in one on one coaching, it's info at julianapage.com. All right, Courage Co., 30 days of faith walking, one on one coaching. Cool beans? All right, beans of coolness. Let's jump in to this episode, okay? So something that I feel is deeply profound is changing the way that we look at adversity, okay? A lot of times when we face trials and challenges and adversity in its many forms, we think, first thought as a human is like, oh man, I'm doing something wrong. Like I'm I'm off the path. Like what is happening, right? I should I should be more visionary. I should be more creative. I should have more strategy. I should have more solutions. I should be further along than I am right now. And we go crazy. Crazy. Okay? So we've got to change the way we look at it, at adversity because that is no way to go through a test and go through a trial. Okay? So biblically speaking, I'm gonna take you to James 1. Verses 1 through 6. James 1, verses 1 through 6. Okay? James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations, said this Consider it pure joy, (laughs) brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. Okay? So... Think about that. Do you consider tests and trials as pure joy? Right? You're like, what's good? I love this test and trial. I'm going to go with no. (laughs) Right? Like that is just not how we come up on a test and a trial. That is just, mm mm-mm. That ain't it. Right? We're like, what in the world? Why me? Get me out. Tap me out. God, like, no. mm Mm-mm. Not here for this. Ain't nobody got time for this. Right? Like that's more so where we're at. But perseverance, okay, when you break this down, which is always important, if you don't have a practice of breaking things down, how can you actually understand them and digest them? Just think on that for a second, right? If there's a big old word like perseverance and we think we get it, but we don't know if we actually do, break it down. Give it something, right? Get it to a simple point where you can actually consume it and digest it so that it can nourish you and give you what you need, okay? Become a word nerd is another way to think about that. All right, but with perseverance, it is persistence, okay? It is tenacity. It is determination. It's a resoluteness. It's a resolution. It's a resolve, 
okay? It's purposefulness. It's staying power. Come on. It's firmness of purpose. It's patience. It's endurance. It's diligence. It's commitment. It's dedication. It's endurance. I don't know if I said that one already. It is steadfastness. It's stamina, okay? Think about that. And it's also preservation, right? Preserving your soul. Come on. So really, really think about that. Are you in your life demonstrating dedication, determination, persistence with the things that matter to you? Okay. James, a servant of God, is telling us, consider it joy when you face a trial of many kinds. Hello, adversity. Because why? Because the testing of your faith produces perseverance, right? A lot of us say we have faith, but we don't, we don't have faith. We don't have faith at all. We got control. <laughs> we got manipulation. We got our comfort zone. We don't got faith, right? Because anything you can do in your own power requires no faith and it doesn't require God. God doesn't have to get involved until you get into the faith zone. And faith is trusting without understanding. Okay? Faith is trusting without understanding. So a lot of times where we get stuck is we have to figure out how and when. And those, the how and the when is always God's job. You've just got to know what. You're not always going to know why. You just got to know what. What is God telling me to do? He's not asking me to poke at it and figure it all out. He's just telling me to do what he tells me to do without question. That's the trust part, right? Because some things we only understand in hindsight and in time, and sometimes we never fully understand. There's some mysteries that are far too great for us to know, but we make this super complicated and it doesn't need to be complicated, okay? So at any rate, your faith needs to be tested, Right? How are you going to know if you have faith until it's tested? How are you going to know if you're loving until that's tested? How are you going to know that you're trustworthy until that's tested? How are you going to know that you're a good human until you're tested? How are you going to know what is in you until you are tested? You're not. Okay? So something that's really interesting, I shared about this just the other day, okay? What what happens in our life, right, is that we, get, we give the enemy too much street cred, but tests are not bad. Adversity is not bad all the time, right? Tests are designed by God to bring out our best. Tests are designed to bring out our best. Temptation on the other hand, is the enemy's attempt to bring out our worst. That's why it says, choose ye this day who you will serve. So we have to be tested to see how pure our motives and attitudes are, how pure our heart is, what we've been meditating on day and night, how quickly we're moved by temptation. Are we actually steadfast and unmovable or do we move the minute somebody offends us? We've got to be tested, right? Like faith, for real, for real, it ain't for wimps. It is not for wimps. (laughs) That's why we're constantly told to be strong and very courageous. It's going to take that to walk this way, okay? 
So it says, know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. When your faith is tested, it starts to show that you are determined, that you are devoted, that you are faithful, that you are committed, that you are full of integrity, that you have character, that you are solid, that you've got staying power. And isn't that good to know the next time a test comes? Just a thought. (laughs) Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. So a lot of times what we do is we have spiritual bypass, okay? We don't go through things. We're not growing through them. We just try to get out of them and we look for shortcuts and we try to deny things or ignore things and just move on to the next season. But that is not how you mature. That is not how you develop. And our number one job, right, when we become a believer is to grow up. We've got to grow and mature in God and Christ-likeness. Our job is to grow up. Okay? Why? So that we can be mature and complete and lacking nothing. Because when you live from an operating system of wholeness, you're a different human and you create very different outcomes. You impact people very differently than when you have an operating system of victimized, of broken, of traumatized. Those are different operating systems, right? A brain under the influence of trauma thinks very different than a brain under the influence of wholeness and completeness, lacking nothing, right? Then that means your emotions are totally different. So is your behavior and your motives and your attitudes and your leadership and your impact and your influence. This is a big deal, okay? But this is a slow cook. This is not a microwave. But the beauty of this is, is when you live each season to the full, you don't miss your lessons and you keep stacking breakthrough and revelation and wisdom and understanding and maturity and character. And you keep moving then from strength to strength and from glory to glory. So when you keep choosing to pursue God, to serve God, to love God with all your heart, and you keep ignoring and denying the enemy access, you are building a very different narrative with your life, okay? And it says, if we don't know how to do this, what does it say? James keeps going. If any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, shamelessly. He just pours out his wisdom like a fire hose. It will just be given to you if you ask for it. Wisdom is what enables you to do things that you couldn't do in your human humble self. No way. No way. You start operating supernaturally. But when you ask, it says, you must believe and not doubt. Because the one who doubts is like a wave in the sea blown and tossed by the wind. So when we start saying, you know, God can give us an idea the clarity, the insight, the wisdom that we prayed for, and then we could still say, but I'm confused and I don't know and I'm not sure. That is the part where it looks like we are in the waves of the sea being blown and tossed by the wind, right? We are introducing doubt when we say that. But you do know. Why? Because God just told you. Know what you know. (laughs) Own that. 
God didn't tell anybody else that. He told you. Own that. Move on it. I call it instant obedience, radical obedience. God said it, that settles it. I'm moving. I got my I got my direction. Right? When you're in your car, like think about it this way, right? When you're in your car, you're not like, oh, maybe I should turn the opposite direction that my GPS is telling me. Maybe I should go make like this legal U-turn over here just for funsies. You don't do that. <laughs> Unless you literally are on a road trip and you don't care where you're going, right? Like you listen to the GPS because you don't know where you are. That's trusting your GPS. Apply that to trusting God. And I think it's super interesting, right? Just think about this as an analogy for a second, right? You can relax on a plane even though you don't know the pilot. Have you ever thought about that? You know, I was recently on a plane and the the, the amount of people that are just like passed out chilling... It's hilarious. You know, the ones that like nod off and start snoring and drooling and all the things too. I'm like, they're out. Like they are in deep trust, right? <laughs> so think about that. You relax on a plane even though you don't know the pilot. You can relax on a ship. If you've ever been on a cruise, love cruises, but you relax on a ship even though you don't know the captain and you have no idea really where you're going at all. Like you're in the middle of the ocean. This could be a really bad story. <laughs> but you relax and you trust a captain that you don't know. You relax on a bus, even though you don't know the driver. You relax in an Uber, (laughs) even though you don't know the driver. Why don't you relax in life knowing that the almighty God you know is in control? Just think about that. A lot of us will say, well, I don't know how to trust God. Yeah, you do. Take, Take a look at the things that you trust. Just intentionally put it on God now. God, my help, my hope are in you. You are my steady. You are my anchor. You are my trust. I can relax in you because I know that you are good, that you are faithful, that you are sovereign, that you are father, protector, all-sufficient one. Right? That needn't be as complex as we make it, right? If we, if we are so quick to trust the pilot, the captain, the driver, why not trust the God that we serve, the creator of the universe? Just entertain that thought for a second, okay? So when you can get it in your spirit, then you can start considering it pure joy. Because here's the thing, this is training and this is a command, right? Consider it pure joy. Why? Because if you don't, you get in trouble. When you're not considering a test or a trial pure joy, what starts to happen is you resist it, you fight it, you start wondering why me, right? You start getting resentful, you start getting bitter, and you're not learning the lessons that that trial came to teach you, came to offer. You're not growing through it when you're fighting it. You're not making it any easier on yourself. That resistance is just burning energy, right? So when you consider it pure joy, you're inviting yourself to experience a hard thing differently and you find out how strong you are, okay? So whenever you face a trial, when you consider it joy, it's testing your faith. And you know when your faith gets tested, you're gonna pass the test. And when you pass the test, you become determined. You develop resolve. You develop purpose. You develop this firmness of identity and authority 
You develop dedication and commitment. You see how committed and devoted you actually are, not just how you say you are. And that changes you, right? When you run up on who you are and you actually know that by experience, you can't question and doubt yourself in the same kind of way. Okay, so as perseverance is is finishing its work in you, you are becoming mature, complete, stable, solid, steady, trustworthy. Okay, and you start to lean on God and his wisdom like never before, because what else are you going to do? When you're down to nothing, that's what you do, right? So a lot of times pain can pull people away from God, but pain can also make you run to God. And I've lived both ways. And I will tell you, when you run to God, you have a very different life experience. Okay, it's not that challenges, tests, and trials aren't going to come. They are. Okay, you're not just, you know, just by being a believer, it doesn't mean that you are, you know, no longer going to experience those things. You are. You're not exempt. You're going to experience those things. But how? You do that is completely different. You no longer are in a test or a trial by yourself. You no longer have to go through it weak. You no longer have to go through it blind. You no longer have to go through without wisdom. It's amazing when you really think about it, okay? So James 1, meditate on that. Get that in your spirit when it comes to adversity, okay? Now I want to break this down a little bit more with you here. Okay, so when we're thinking about adversity, these are just trials and tests of every kind, right? But there's something that just solidifies the human experience. It's actually three C's, okay? Change, challenge, and complexity. These are just part of the human experience. Like, welcome to Earth. Here's what you're going to experience. Change challenge and complexity. What this does not mean, this doesn't make you a bad human. This doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. This doesn't mean that you, <laughs> right, are are not living the way you're designed to. Change, challenge, and complexity are part of the human experience, right? Welcome to Earth. And these are the things that help refine you, that help mature you, that help you persevere, which develops this determination, devotion, commitment, stability, purpose in you. And it's how you start working out this hidden treasure that God put in you, his earthen vessel, right? You would never know what is in you if it was never tested and if you never had to activate it, right? There are gifts and talents and abilities inside you right now that you have no clue are there. And until you are tested, until you are tried, until God invites you to start activating those things, you don't know they're in there. This is why it is so important that we know who God says we are, that we operate in the fullness of our identity, and that we walk out this purpose that he's given us. Okay, so an example of this I shared in the 30 Days of Faith Walking. God, many years ago, when I started my relationship with him, for real, for real, (laughs) no halvesies, no lukewarm, no like, "Mm, I'm just going to dip my toe in and see what happens. No, (laughs) 
<laughs> right? This like all or nothing pursuit of him. When I started that journey, he says, yeah, you're a writer. So you know what writers do? They write. That's what I want you to do. Remember all of those different people that spoke this, you know, these different words into you about how you should be writing, about how you should journal, about how you should take your story and do something with it. Yeah, that was me working through these people to give you glimpses of who I created you to be, even when you weren't walking with me, because that, that's how much I love you. So now what I'm asking you to do is write. Don't challenge me. Don't question me. Write. And write until I say stop. You don't need to know what I need you to write or what it's going to turn into or what the outcome is going to be. You just write because you are going to be the one that you're writing for, for right now. You can change one life. It's going to be yours. So we're going to start writing and we're going to change your life first. Watch what I do with your story. Okay? So God had to wake me up to the fact that I'm a writer. And if I am a writer, then I do what writers do. They write. (laughs) Right? Well, that was something that I resisted my entire life before running up on God. Okay? And there's other aspects that he has let me know that are who I am. Right? God told me (laughs) that I'm an encourager. Right? I have no reason to be an encourager. I have every reason to be discouraged, okay? So many things were very, very discouraging, traumatic, dysfunctional in my story, but God, okay? So he started to tell me as I was seeking him and trying to figure out who I am and struggling with this, you know, dis-ease of not not knowing who that is, okay? And not being able to share her with the world. God told me that I'm a coach, I'm like, I don't know what that means, right? So I have been coaching since 2009 professionally, okay? That is who I am. (laughs) If you encounter me, that's just going to flow out of me, right? And what you experience here maybe is like a little bit of what happens when we work one-on-one, but it's a whole, mm, it's a whole nother level when we're working together one-on-one. And when you're in the mastermind or when you're working a little more closely with me, different, right? But I do what coaches do. I coach. But God is my master coach. So when you coach under his influence, whew, it is not coaching that you've ever seen before. <laughs> uh-uh. Mm-mm. It's not self-directed. It's God-directed. That's powerful stuff, right? It's loaded with prayer, prophetic, divine strategy, wisdom. It's amazing the miraculous. (laughs) That's what happens, okay? So I do what God has designed me to do. I am who he says I am, okay? And out of that identity flows the behavior, right? If you don't really believe that you are who God says you are, you're not going to behave like that person, right? I believe that the most important role that I have, it's not the degrees, it's not the certifications, it's not any of that. The most important role that I will ever have is daughter of God. That is my role. That is my position. Nothing is more important than that. Okay? 
And this is a big one, right? Because when you have not been fathered in the natural, learning how to be a daughter of God is a big leap. But God can walk that leap out with you. And when you know that you're his daughter and you're his favorite, (laughs) we're all God's favorite, but it just does something when you say it to yourself. I'm God's favorite, right? When you start living like that, you're different. You're different. You see, your del- you see yourself different. You think differently. You speak differently. You move differently. You impact people differently. Okay? So it's so important to know who you are. And if you know who you are, then you know that your DNA is to do hard things. Your DNA is to be a solution. You are literally on the planet to release heavenly solutions to earthly problems. Like, you are an answer. You're an answer. But where where we get it messed up, right, is we are in the world and we're thinking, oh, I didn't have the parents that I needed. And I went through a lot of this trauma and I have, you know, this dysfunction and I don't have access to these things, right? None of that can be minimized and all of that can be true. But if you needed something different, you would have had it. And here's the thing. When we start thinking and moving like that, We start looking for a rescue. We want to just be with this partner that's got the provision that we don't have yet, right? We want to have this relationship so that we don't have to look at ourselves and we can just focus on somebody else, right? We want to take this shortcut so that we can have these things that we want when really those things won't satisfy us at all. Because here's what happens. When you are looking for a rescue, what you will always find is an oppressor. You're not helping yourself out. You're delaying the inevitable. So stop waiting on a rescue. You are strong, you are courageous, and you are an answer. That's the prayer, right? Don't wait on things to change or for you to get a sign. Ask God to help you wake up to who he formed, shaped, and anointed you to be. Lord, make me an answer. This prayer is dangerous. I promise you that. (laughs) I started praying that years ago. It is life-changing. Okay? When it comes to adversity, we truly have to lean in to grow. That's how you grow. You lean in instead of resisting. It's this resistance that leads to unnecessary suffering. Yes, there's going to be trials. Yes, we'll experience pain. Yes, it's going to be uncomfortable. But we don't have to create unnecessary suffering by resisting it. What's the difference? Just think about this with me for a second. What is the difference between an ordinary day and an extraordinary one? You know, we all love the extra. What's the difference? Ready? A decision. A decision. Extraordinary people, you probably know some. Extraordinary people don't have better cards dealt to them. They're not special. They have the same challenges, tests, and trials. They just decide who they will be in them and what they will and they will not do. When it's easiest to quit and fall back, that's what most do. Not you, though. Don't let any day just be ordinary. Don't let it be anything less than the gift of breakthrough, transformation, and revelation that it is. 
It has that to offer you. You are worth fighting for, and so is your future. So lean in. Fight the good fight of faith. Work the word. Share your testimony. Be seen. You're valuable and valued. Live like that. Why? Because you decide to. And when you decide to, your whole world changes. That's epic stuff. Okay? Something that is on my vision board, I have it in my garage gym that I created conveniently before the pandemic. So I look at it every day and meditate on it. But it's part of my mission. And in my mission, part of it says that those who know the Lord shall be very strong and do great exploits. Let's go. That's part of my mission. (laughs) Right? And it can be yours too. So know that change, challenge, and complexity are just part of the human experience. As of today, I no longer have to resist reality. I can accept what is so that I can do something about it. And I can also create reality. I can be an answer. I can be the change. I can be what I needed and wasn't given. I don't have to complain about it. I don't have to make excuses about it. I don't have to murmur about it anymore. I, with God, can be the answer that I needed. Okay? So that is a huge way that you can see adversity completely different. It is a gift to bring out of you what is in you, to make you an answer that you would never experience otherwise. And this is important to have a different viewpoint and to have somebody challenge the way you think and the way you show up in the world. Because once you believe something deeply, your mind will go to prove you right. So if you think you're weak, you're right. If you think you're a victim, you're right. If you think you're small and nobody cares about you, you're right. If you think you're insignificant, you're right. This is a big deal. This is why we can't take it lightly to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. The Bible is a success manual. The word that you work in there is blessed. When you work the word, when you speak it into your life, when you speak it over your life, when you release it out into the world, you are operating like God and the word goes forth and does what you send it out to do and it will not return void. Will you work it? You can change your reality that way. But you have to believe, right? Because if you don't believe it, you won't do it. So something that's interesting, I have a grad degree in film production. And what I love about that is God really spent a lot of time working with me on story and narrative. And the coolest thing is that this is what I get to do with people. And I love it. I'm obsessed with it, right? So two things to distinguish here, right? Story is a series of things, a series of events that happen, okay? And the narrative is the meaning that we assign to those things, okay? So story is like plot points. Bing, 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 bing. These things just happened. Here they are. Do, 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 right? There's timeline, hash. These little like hash marks in the timeline, right? These are the story elements, okay? Now the narrative is the meaning that you give all of those things. 
So what is really powerful is when you can change the meaning about your story so that it serves you. Because a lot of times we are lazy about this. We are looking at our life through a narrative that doesn't serve us at all, and it is keeping us stuck. And it's keeping us living these patterns, these behaviors, these experiences that are deeply painful and that we never break out of. And a great coach will not keep you there. Okay? A great coach will confront you in love and walk it out with you. And healing, no matter what has happened to us or where we've come from or how people failed us or how we didn't get what we think we wanted or we needed, we got exactly what we needed to become who we are. And in that, it's a gift. But healing is our responsibility. Growing up is our responsibility. Maturing is our responsibility. And we only do that through adversity. And you constantly see this through life, right? But we are just not, you know, people that are normal, (laughs) right? We are what the word calls peculiar people, okay? We're weirdos, and that's okay. We're we're really, that's a really good thing. (laughs) It's It's an endearing thing in the world, right? But some people will get knocked down by something they never saw coming, and they never find the strength to recover. But being a child of God, being a believer, you're not one of those people. You rejoice because you know that God renews, he restores, he redeems, he resurrects, and he makes all things new, and he works all things for good. To those that are called to his purpose, okay? To those that love him are called to his purpose. Okay, so you can change. Yet story happened, but healing is your responsibility and you, as part of your healing, can change your narrative so that it serves you. All right, I call this productive perseverance. Okay, and this is really an intelligent way to pursue goals in life. Okay, it's an art. It's a science of knowing when to lean in and keep pursuing, and to endure, and when to let go, because the grace has lifted, and it's no longer something that you are assigned to, okay? Because a lot of times, too, we will stay in places that were were God (laughs) for a season, right? But now, God's not on it. The grace is lifted. You can tell in your attitude, in your mood, in your witness, how you're showing up there. You're no longer grace for it, because God has a new place for you, It served its purpose. Now he has a new place for you. And will you meet him in the new place? Because what will start happening is that your resources will run dry. Things will start falling apart if you stay in a place that you're not assigned to stay in anymore. Okay? So it's really important to be able to recognize when grace has lifted. Okay? But the reality, no matter what season that you're in, is that you get to change the way you're living. You get to. That's a beautiful gift. You don't have to keep doing the things the way you've always done them. And something that is a pursuit that you could go for is congruence. And what's so beautiful about congruence 
It's when your inside self matches your outside self. Okay, when what you value, when what your purpose, when what your mission, all of that is aligned on the inside and it matches on the outside, it's called congruence. It's alignment. Things are in sync. They're flowing. And what's great about that is you only have one operating system. Okay, when we are not congruent, we're like two different operating systems and two different selves fighting each other. There's this reality that I want people to see that I am, then there's this reality that I know I am, and I'm just trying to conserve energy and, you know, keep this story up so that people think that I'm this, but I'm not this. That is exhausting. And you actually save energy and you serve your highest purpose when you only live is who you're designed to live and you have congruence in your life. So that's something that you can work towards in your healing, right? And it's something that also comes from vulnerability and starting to get real with yourself, get real with God, invite somebody into your world that you can get real with. That's one of the benefits of therapy, of coaching, of working with different mentors is inviting people in to your healing, to your development, to your character uh, development, to your growth, okay? And when people really know what's going on with us, then what starts to happen is we get maybe for the first time, the support, the information, the tools, and the resources that we need. When we refuse to ask for help, when we act like, I got it, I'm good, I'm self-made, I'm, I'm good, I'm straight, right? When we act like that, mm-mm. Nope, you're going to circle the mountain again. Life gets better for you when you're honest. Yeah, it's hard, but it gets better for you when you're honest. And you can't fix what you won't face. You can't heal if you're not willing to feel. And a lot of times we need to slow down in order to speed up. We need to be willing to be seen and to acknowledge who we are and not judge that person, but to support that person. So a question that I have for you is, are you willing to stop hiding and get to know and express who you really are? You can't love yourself if you're not being yourself. And you don't need to shame your former self. You just get to make new decisions that serve your highest self. It's the story that you don't want to tell that is the one that is necessary. That's imperative that you do tell and that you do share. And it will bring you freedom when you do start telling your story in a way that serves you. And your life gets to get better. It doesn't have to get worse. You don't have to just accept it. It is what it is. You can actually get stronger. You can glean wisdom from hard things. You can activate greater gifts, talents, and abilities when you go through them. And consider them joy and navigate them with God and his wisdom. I just invite you to think about this. What is the highest value you can live in your life? I think I have shared before that it occurred to me through what I'd learned in relationship that I thought I knew what 
love was, right? But I had a lot of bad habits. I had this interesting ability to just believe the best in people and overlook their faults. I had this, you know, really, really interesting trait of being able to tolerate high levels of dysfunction (laughs) as normal and expect those to change. I was used to giving and pouring out, but receiving nothing and asking for nothing in return. And that led me to a lot of people that took advantage of that, that didn't care about me, that just wanted to, you know, receive whatever I had to give. And then when that became too much, that was it. And I'm like, hmm, what is happening here? Right? And what I started to realize was that I had learned very unhealthy dynamics in relationships, and it wasn't all love right? It wasn't love to be neglected and to not have needs and wants and desires. That's not normal. And it wasn't loving to have experienced that. And that's not a normal way to exist in the realm of relationships. It's not normal to just tolerate high levels of dysfunction from people and think that that's normal. Sure, they can have weaknesses, but you don't have to live with these high levels of dysfunction and accept that as normal. And you can't build healthy dynamics starting from there, right? So I was raised by all the aholics, right? (laughs) Among other things. So learning these really, really bad habits and patterns was not healthy. And so I got to this place where I recognized this isn't going to be good and I can't change this by myself, right? Like those that know better do better, but if I'm not seeing better, how am I gonna do better? And if I don't have good examples, where am I gonna get them, right? And if I don't know what really unconditional, authentic love looks like, how will I ever give it and create it and accept that and embrace that from other people and not settle for less? So this (laughs) and my desire to live love as my main priority was a huge driver for me pursuing the creator of love, the author of love, getting to know who he is so that I can flow in love and recognize what it is and what it's not, that I can actually have healthy boundaries and model love, authentic love, unconditional love, right? Because love confronts, love has boundaries. Love doesn't enable dysfunction, right? But that was something for me. The highest value that I wanted to live was love. Okay, cool. If that's what you want to do, what are you going to do to start doing that? I'm going to go all in on a relationship with God and see if that's possible for me. Okay? So what is the highest value you can live with your life? And I want to encourage you. A lot of times when we learn bad habits, it's because we're abandoning ourselves. And if you too have been neglected, abandoned, betrayed, and that pattern has been in your reality, this is going to be a really hard one to walk out, which is why you can't go at it alone. Okay? And it's why you need to admit that you need help and invest in it. Because this doesn't just change randomly, right? Time will pass regardless, but that doesn't always mean that you change. You don't change until you invest in your change. 
and you show up fully for it. Time will pass, and that doesn't guarantee you will change. You change when you decide to and when you invest in it, okay? So I want to encourage you, don't abandon yourself. Allow people to see and know you to a greater degree. You can create new habits and practices that serve you. We teach a lot of these in the God's Vibes Masterminds and in the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle. There's so many. There's actually a program in there called the Success Habits Challenge. The great thing about this bundle is you don't even have to, I mean, you get so much value. It's probably $1,500 worth of value in there, and you get it for a one-time fee of $197. It's really a (laughs) no-brainer. There's like 12, there's not like, there are 12 different guest interviews, 12 challenges, 12 masterclasses. You get all the replays of any future masterclass or challenge that we do. It's amazing. Okay. That'll teach you how to actively (laughs) create new habits in your life. You also can create the right narrative, one that serves you. You don't have to live under the influence of an oppressing narrative anymore. Yes, that was a part of your story, but it does not have to be your life. Hear that. Yes, you could have a crazy story, a painful story, aspects of it that people have no clue what that's been like for you, but that does not have to be your life. All it's affirming and confirming to you is that God has purpose on your life, that you can do hard things, that you are made for them, right? I'm just picturing... You know, the flowers, sometimes weeds, that just burst through the cement, right? That's like you. That doesn't even make sense. The fact that you're still here is a miracle, right? You're breakthrough walking. But don't let your story be something that's a weapon that limits you. Change the narrative so that it serves you. So I want you to think about this. What does living your most courageous and an impactful story look like? What does that look like? Sometimes what we need is something new to attach our faith to. You might not know what that looks like because you never asked yourself that question. It's another powerful aspect of coaching. It confronts you with these questions that you wouldn't dare ask on your own. Sure, you say you're going to journal. Sure, you say you'll figure it out. You don't. You're just lying to yourself, making an excuse, passing more time. You don't have time to waste, though. Dare to answer these questions. I know how scary it is. Trust me. But I also know the benefit of being courageous, brave, vulnerable, and answering these questions and starting to live the answers. Okay? So what does living your most courageous and impactful story look like? Something you can do from answering that is you can brain dump, as I like to say, all of the courageous decisions you know God is telling you to make and put dates on them. Yeah. (laughs) That probably brings up some terror, but, you know, when you partner with God, you actually knock them out. Okay? So something I was sharing with a client today, something that God had told me to do he was like, yep, we're going to make all of the books audiobooks, and we're going to be done with that in June. I'm like, all right, that's going to be cool. I don't even know how to make an audiobook. He's like, well, you're going to learn. I'm going to give you the ability to do it. And you're going to do it, and they're all going to be done by June. 
Okay, three of them are done, guys. Because <laughs> what I decided to do was just embrace that. Okay, God, we're going to do it and you're going to show me how to do it. And I'm just going to schedule it in. I'm going to block out time where I'm going to learn how to do this. And I'm going to block out time where I actually do it. You can do the same thing. Okay, and I want to highlight something about manifesting. This has come up a few times this week, strangely enough. So I want to speak to it. <laughs> because I think this creates confusion when it comes to faith and when it comes to creating your reality and two particular areas that we really get messed up are usually finances and relationships, okay? So manifestation, what I will break this down simply to say is that it is taking something from the invisible and bringing it to the visible, Okay, taking something that is unseen and allowing it to be seen. Okay, what I will tell you is that is actually a biblical term before it was turned into anything that was new age, spiritual, anything of that nature. Okay, we are designed to bring the things that are unseen, right, from heaven and release them on earth. How do we do that? We apply the word of God. We can bind and loose things. We can walk in the authority that we have in Christ. We can work the word. We can speak it or prophesy it over our reality and put it to work. And we don't have to know how. We just work it and we see it work for us. Okay. So when we are manifesting, a lot of times people will say that you just you know, call in the one, or you just think on it and meditate on it day and night. And when you get clear enough, then it will just happen. Okay. Here's what I have to say to that. That could be true, right? Like you could get really clear on something that you want, but what you want isn't always good for you, right? The heart is wicked and deceitful is what the Bible says. Who can know it? But God knows your heart. He has a good purpose and plan for your life, plan in advance that you might walk in it. He knows exactly what will fulfill and satisfy you. Why not partner with him, right? A lot of times when we are partnering with psychics and trying to manifest and, you know, looking at astrology and doing all these things, what we're doing is we're trying to find a shortcut. We're trying to get clarity. We're trying to get answers. But how much more clarity can you get than going straight to the source? It's a thought. Right? If you tried to call in the one, maybe you called in who you thought was the one and it didn't work. You got what you wanted, but it actually wasn't what you needed. Now, is that a blessing? Or did that, in some ways, waste time and cause unnecessary pain than if you would have trusted God and become the person that is ready for the relationship that you desire and allow God to orchestrate it, right? It really has to do with where you're putting your trust and your faith. Are you putting your trust and your faith in an angel card? Are you putting it in a star? Are you putting it in your ability just to get clear? And has that worked? So... 
manifesting, yes, like you are designed to manifest in the sense that you are designed to bring something from the invisible to the visible. It is important to recognize that a lot of times the invisible reality is actually more real than the physical visible reality. And it's, it's you starting to train your focus to look somewhere else, right? But there are actually principles. There are keys that unlock your destiny in the word of God. And when we look for shortcuts and we create mixture, what starts to happen is we become double-minded and unstable in all of our ways. So we are actually guided against doing that. So some things that I would encourage you to do are to stop the search and seek the source. Stop all of this crazy making and vanity and just seek the source. It changes your journey, right? When you start seeking the kingdom first, all of the things that you're chasing and trying to run after and find shortcuts for, they locate you. And you don't have to figure that part out. We get in trouble when we try to play God, when we're actually designed to depend on him and partner with him. To walk out the good purpose and good plan that he has for our life. You get to discover that in him. That's very different than trying to think higher thoughts, right? Or to really just visualize more and more of what you want, so much so that it just makes you an anxious person that can never relax and is never happy with what is because you're just trying to be somewhere where you're not. That's not contentment. And it says that godliness and contentment lead to great gain. God has a way that you can walk. He's the way, he's the truth, he's the life. Will you trust him? Will you obey the direction he gives you? Will you be still enough to listen? He says, my sheep hear my voice and other voices they won't follow. So just consider that if when it comes to changing your narrative and changing your life, you want to just do it strictly through manifesting, consider if that is serving you and is in alignment with your highest good. Does that lead you closer to God? Does that lead you into the good plans and purposes that he already planned for you? Do you enjoy figuring it out and obsessing over all those details that might not even be what you need or will fulfill you at all? Do you have room for more disappointment? Just some things to consider, okay? So today, I want to challenge you. Think about how you look at adversity and how you can see it differently in a way that will serve you. Think about your story and how you can change the meaning that you've given it so that it can serve you. Think about what it would look like for you to live your most courageous and impactful story and why that would be the best gift that you can give to yourself and everyone you're connected to. I shared on Instagram today this thought. Can people live in your faith? I'll leave you with this thought. Can people live, live in your faith? Here's what I mean by that. Everything great once started as an idea. Followed by a willingness to trust 
that that isn't, you know, this idea isn't just a good idea. This is a God idea. And I'm going to trust that. Followed by the courage to believe that God chose you as his first choice to steward that idea. To bring that idea from nothing, invisible, into something, visible. So much so that it would bless so many people. Far greater than you can think and imagine. Right? So think about that. Courage Co., for an example, is one of these God ideas. People are getting blessed in there because of an idea that God gave me. Because I was willing to believe that it was possible. I was willing to believe that with God, I could create it. And it would come to fruition. And it would change everyone who encounters it. And really invest in their development. And they would never be the same. And I was doing it for the one. Right? So think about it. If you've been on the receiving end of people's doubt, of their judgment, of their fear, of their ridicule, of their criticism, of their hate, you know deeply, intimately, what that feels like and how that's impacted you. You know how that's made you wrestle, how that's made you question, how that's tormented you, how that's kept you up at night, how that's held you back when you didn't know better. And you know how much time, energy, resource, life you've wasted not being who you were put on this planet to be. You don't have to be the one that judges, that doubts, that projects fear onto other people. You can build differently. Faith moves very different than fear. Courage moves very different than cowardice. Victors Heroes move very different than victims. Leaders move very different than followers. You are here to rise up and win and to move very different. You are actually here to pioneer something that you probably have never seen before. And you can do it with God. But you have to be willing to decide. Decide to believe. Decide to build Decide to heal, decide to grow, decide to see things differently, decide to be an answer. That is possible for you. I'm going to say it again. If you are looking to finally invest in you, to see you properly, to stop living under this disease of abandoning yourself, and that looks like not knowing who you are. That looks like symptoms, right? It looks like not knowing who you are. It looks like not knowing what your purpose is. It looks like being frustrated. It looks like being unfulfilled. It looks like living with imposter syndrome. It's no way to live. It's not what you're designed for. If you want to break out of that and invest in you and your breakthrough and living this life that you're here to live and embracing this courageous and impactful story that can be expressed through you and your life. I have five spots on my calendar to work together. If you want to claim one of those spots, email my team, info at julianapage.com, and we will connect and make sure 
that you can launch into your future and your destiny and be so amped about it, okay? Healing doesn't have to always be so depressing. It can actually be radically life-giving and launch you into a life that you didn't even know was possible, okay? So if you want to get plugged in to coaching together, again, email my team, info at julianapage.com. All right. And make sure, too, that you get plugged into Courage Co. I'll share a little bit more about that here in a second. But I truly hope that this message gave you so many golden nuggets and that you will apply them. Right. Because knowledge alone doesn't change your life. It's applied knowledge that does. Okay, I'm sending you so much love. I hope this message blessed you. And until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop, literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind, where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else. 12 weeks of content that we will go through together, or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook, and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. 
If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.